Chapter Fourteen of New Adventures of Alice by John Ray. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter Fourteen: The Rehearsal of the Enchanted Cheese. The smoke had changed to a thick cloud of dust, and when this cleared away somewhat, Alice saw that everything else had changed remarkably too she was now sitting in the midst of a curiously costumed jostling crowd on top of a lumbering stage-coach though the people and the animals in this party were the same as the ones she had just been with at king cole's court except that pansy had disappeared alice observed that their clothes had changed strangely all having now a swollen padded outlook which gave even to the attenuated jack spratt a ridiculously puffy appearance the little girl herself felt as though her dress were stuffed out with pillows from beneath her inside the coach alice could hear the band playing discordantly fortunately the sound was somewhat muffled i suppose the windows are closed and i'm very thankful for that she remarked to dr foster who was sitting next to her and i'm also thankful that i'm not inside even though it is so crowded up here it's these puffed-up clothes everybody's wearing that makes it so crowded replied the doctor he was now about the shape of a balloon himself you see my child the reason for these full clothes is that this is to be a full dress rehearsal but the stage really ought to be bigger why i once knew a man who got hemmed in by a crowd and he's had a stitch in his side ever since oh then this must be the rehearsal the candlestick maker spoke of began alice delighted at the prospect of theatricals and come to think of it the poet said something about here she was interrupted by the poet himself who rose in his seat and began to shout friends fellow-citizens silence please we're going to rehearse the enchanted cheese the poet was still dressed as a penguin and his ridiculous bird-cage helmet was set as a rakish angle on his head curtain goes up on the opening scene showing a grocery enter queen at this juncture the stage-coach which had evidently just then struck a very rough piece of road began to bounce and bang along so noisily that alice who was sitting on the back seat could only catch a few words now and then of what the poet was saying then too the dust became so thick that at times she could scarcely see anything at all so that afterwards the memory of the rehearsal was always confused and unsatisfactory she gathered however from the parts of the first act that she did hear and see that the plot of the pantomime had to do principally with the chase of an enchanted stilton cheese which had escaped from the queen's buttery and this seemed to necessitate on the part of the actors a great deal of tripping over each other's feet and falling down and throwing things about in the first place said alice in telling her sister about it all afterward there was a good deal of quarrelling over who should have the pots with the most eating in them and when the rehearsing finally started it was very much like the game of stagecoach that we had just been playing at king cole's court for as each different character in the pantomime was mentioned by the poet the one taking that part would jump up and go through all sorts of strange antics and the top of the stage was so crowded that we were rocking so from side to side that quite often some one would be pushed off though i don't suppose the fall could have hurt any of them much as their clothes were all padded out so after this sort of thing had been going on for about ten minutes the coach began to slow down the noise of the band inside diminishing at the same time soon both the stage-coach and the music stopped when the dust had settled alice looking forward was astonished to see that there were no horses hitched to their strange conveyance it almost seems as though it may have been the music that kept us going said alice aloud to herself 
for when the band stopped the stage stopped the doctor who was now rummaging about in his little medicine satchel overheard this remark and said without looking up of course a stagecoach can't go without noise silly but this'll soon revive the band i dare say he added and then we can go on again as he said this he pulled out of his satchel a small bottle labelled excellus elixir for exhausted musicians he then climbed down the little steps on the side of the coach opened the door and stepped in most of the actors had by this time jumped down to the ground and were peering anxiously in at the windows in a helpless sort of way if that medicine works as well as the stuff he gave me for wet feet we ought to be going again very shortly said alice to herself though i'm not so tremendously anxious to go on with here there was a sudden deafening burst of drumming fiddling and piping and the stage coach started off with such an unexpected violence that alice was jerked backwards out of her seat End of chapter fourteen